Elite Expert Insider, the podcast that educates, inspires, and motivates you to take your business and life to the next level. We would like to thank Audible for supporting Elite Expert Insider. Please go to the link bit.ly forward slash Elite Audible. That's bit.ly forward slash Elite Audible. And get a free 30-day trial to show your support. Thank you, Audible. Now to Elite Expert Insider for conversations with industry leaders. Hey, welcome to our podcast. I'm Melanie Johnson along with Jen Foster. We're Hi. hoping you have a great time. There's Jen. Woohoo! We're going to have a great time today. We want to remind you to please subscribe to our podcast and we love for you to read us, uh, leave us a review and uh, tell you that we are brought to you by Elite Online Publishing where we do a complete publishing full service package for you here, um, whether it's writing or marketing your book. And we have a number one best-selling author, not just number one best-selling author, but international best-selling author that has written a couple books. One is Breaking the Best-Selling Code. So if you want to be an author, today we're going to teach you how not just to write your book, but become a number one best-selling author. And we have, uh, he's also written the book, The Epic book launch. So welcome today, Rory Carruthers, and uh, we are going to have a great time teaching you how to become a number one best-selling author. Hey, Rory, thanks for joining us today. Hey, Melanie and Jen. Thanks for having me. Well, tell us a little bit about your background, how you got started in uh, writing your first book. Well, I wanted to write a book for, for about 10 years, and uh, I just didn't. And um, I... Uh, like so many people, right? There's well, like 80% of the world wants to write a book. It's almost the classic story. Everyone wants to write a book, but then they don't. <laughs> yes, it is. And, um, and I, I got the opportunity to co-author a book uh, with the great Brian Tracy, and, uh, and I went out and I did it, and it did nothing for me. It did nothing for my business. It did nothing for my credibility in the marketplace. And the reason was is that I didn't actually take the book and use it properly in my business. I didn't leverage it. And uh, I, I set out on a mission to figure out how can I leverage uh, books and also uh, leverage that uh, credibility and authority that I was looking for so that I could grow my business. And once I did that, once I figured it out, uh, you know, I, I wrote Breaking the Best Seller Code because uh, I, I felt like I broke the code on how to do that. And once I did that, my, my life changed, my business changed, and uh, I went from working 100 hours a week to now I spend 40 hours a week just hanging out with my son. Awesome. Oh, that's a great story. Okay, we can end the podcast right there. That was so you picked that you wanted to be in the publishing business yourself, and so that's why you had wrote that book because you had figured out the the code. Show show us how you used your book to leverage um, your company and marketing. How you use that as a tool? Okay, so um, really, it's about uh, taking the uh, the the title, a best selling author title. Um, and, and using it in your other marketing. Uh, so you, you put it on the front of the book because when you hand someone the book, it shows to them, wow, there's uh, someone who knows what they're talking about. And uh, your conversation starts changing with people as soon as that starts happening. And it's not about credibility, oh, you know, what's your background? What gives you the right to, to teach this information or to share this? You know, what's your credentials? 
that conversation changes to, oh, um, how can I work with you? And that's the position you want to be in. And that's what, how, when you start leveraging books and you start leveraging a bestseller uh, title like that for yourself, it, uh, that whole conversation changes. And then um, you can go and put it on your business card. You can put it on your website, anywhere that you're doing marketing. And then it starts uh, expanding and people start seeing it over and over again the more they interact with you. Right. I love that. I think that's so good. Yeah, one of our authors um, just did that. He put his biz his book on his business card, and he's handing it out to everyone. And I think it's awesome that you know you can you can leverage it and use it instead of just saying, "Yeah, I wrote a book." Yeah, and if you you know if you put uh, the the you know best selling author on the front of your card, and then maybe on the back of your card, put like a three D image of your book. Mm -hmm. uh, people see that they flip it over, like, "Whoa." And especially if you have a good cover design, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm sure we'll talk about that in a minute. But you know, uh, that's one of the keys if you want uh, to stand out in the marketplace is have a great looking cover. Yes. And you know, what I love about when we were talking about leveraging. Um, so it's really your book is what your business is. So some people, you know, you. Pick your platform, what you want the outcome to be, what you want to tell people, and that's really in your title and your subtitle. Just if they never see anything else and they just see that, right? Yeah, you know, if um, you're meeting someone, like you're at an event or you're, uh, you know, just out in, in the world doing your thing and uh, you put your book down in front of them, you may not be leaving that book with them, uh, but they see that and they see, you know, it's professional looking, they see the bestseller. Uh, at the top or at the bottom under your name, and uh, it's instant credibility. It just sets you apart because very few other people uh, are going to have that title uh, when when you're in, you know, at, at an event or you're just out in the world. I mean, very few people have it, and it's uh, it's something that's ingrained in us that we want to believe that the person who has this has the knowledge, they've done something that is uh, exceptional. And they have because they become a best-selling author. And, um, and because it's uh, so rare in our society, people look at that and then that transfers to you as being the credible authority in your marketplace. So what are your the breaking the bestseller code? Let's start. Well, let's start with the epic book launch because that was really first. Mm -hmm. And um, so tell us the walkthrough if someone wants to launch their book, what they should do besides hire us. Hire Melanie and Jen, launch your book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're going to launch it on your own, uh, the, the first thing is I always say get a team. Get a team of people who, who know, which kind of goes back to what we were just saying there because um, it's, uh, it's kind of treacherous waters when you get out there and you're trying to get your book done, you're trying to launch it. Uh, there's a lot to learn. And if you spend all your time learning, your book's never going to come out. And when your book comes out, that is when it, set, it actually does something for you. That is when your business changes. And that can't happen if your book doesn't come out. So, you know, you could be a year, two, two years later just trying to figure all this out, and then that's a lost opportunity for you. Yeah, yeah. Take action and act upon it, right? Exactly. Um, you know, I'm not saying throw out a bunch of junk, you know, quality matters, 
but it doesn't have to be this, you know, year in, in the woods, in the cabin type of, <laughs> of writing experience. Uh, the longest I've ever spent writing a book is five days. Now, I'm kind of a, a bit of an outlier in that, but for, for most of our clients, 90 days and under, books are done, and they're launched. Yeah. It's all about just knowing systems, knowing how to write. Um, for, you know, we're looking at uh, probably the, the number one thing that, that I tell people that makes a difference is having a really, really solid outline. Because when you have a solid outline, you can sit down, just look at the, the headline of, or subheading of what you want to write about and just start writing. Write a couple paragraphs and then move on to the next one. And that's how you get through your book quickly. And if you get stuck at some point and you're like, oh, uh, I don't know what to say here, just move on to the next one, you know, and then come back to it. That's great advice. Don't get stuck. So many times if you hit that writer's block, then they just give up and walk away from the whole project that day, the, the time they had allowed, and um, because they feel like they can't get it out. But if you just keep moving, keep moving, keep moving, then the content will get out. And it's such a great point about perfection. Um, people can be over-perfectionist, and it's better to do it and get it out there than be stuck in that perfectionism and end up with nothing. Or 10 years later, you're like, oh, I still don't have a book, but I'm working on it. It's just not perfect yet. <laughs> so what happens after I've got my book written, I've got it ready to go. Now I have no idea what to do. You've got your book written and you don't know what to do. Um, <laughs> that's where marketing comes in. And it's, it's really, you know, um, you've got two options. One, uh, I say, you know, get, do whatever you can to get uh, the, the bestseller title and when you're doing a launch because that's going to go on the front cover of your book. That's going to be a part of your marketing. But the thing that really... Uh, makes a difference in your marketing is uh, yourself. And this is something that's probably not talked about a lot, but once you actually become a best-selling author, your confidence in yourself changes. Yeah. Because you start viewing yourself as a best-selling author, and then other people start viewing your, yourself as a best-selling author. And when that happens, that that's the key because you'll go out, you'll market your book more, you'll promote it, you'll talk about it more. You won't sit in the back corner of a room at an event uh, and not talk to people because when you talk to the people, the conversation has already changed because the, you tell them, oh, I'm a, I'm a best-selling author. I'm a number one best-selling author. Then they're like, oh, I want to learn more. And then you create relationships with people and that's how you – grow your business and they find out more about you, you find more out about them, you help each other and that's that's really the name of the game. Yes, yes. I, I have uh, one of our authors, John Wright, he used to always go around just saying I'm a panel player or I teach panel lessons and he recently wrote the book and so he says now whenever he goes to network marketing events and I can see he's standing taller and he says now I tell everyone I'm an author and people look at him well a lot differently. <laughs> Even though he's the best jazz musician, jazz player, music, I mean, he can sit down and play anything. It's amazing talent. But be, no one would really think much about, oh, okay, you play the piano, you teach piano lessons. That's great. You know, let me think of my kid who needs piano. Well, now, oh, you're an author? Wow, what's your book about? You know, it opens up a whole new conversation. Absolutely. <laughs> it, it, you know, I, 
I saw it for me and I was like, oh, you know, that's great. But once you start seeing it for your clients and you start seeing it over and over and over again, that's when you're like, wow, there's something about it that is so unique and so special that very few other things in the world can give you. Uh, I, I, I have a, a thing that I, that I say to, uh, to, to people is that nothing will give you more credibility and authority than a best-selling book. And there's a reason for that. It's because of our, our societal perceptions. And if we're not uh, going out there and doing things to grow our business, if we're not looking at, oh, uh, you know, best-selling author or getting featured in the media, then uh, what, what are we doing with our business? That's what you have to ask yourself because so much of, of uh, what we do is perception. And once you get past that perception, that's when your business grows and that's when you take things to the next level. Let's go back and visit a little bit about what you talked about a cover. We're going to go back to the um, construction part. So what do you feel is the most important thing about a book cover or things I should say? There's a, there's a couple things and it, it, uh, it depends on um, if you're only uh, going to launch your book on, on Amazon or if you're going to actually have it in print as well. And I, I usually recommend both uh, because of, it's just another uh, tool to have. In, in your toolbox when you go out and uh, and are marketing and uh, so for Kindle you want it to be readable because it's going to be really small on the screen and so uh, if you're de designing your, your cover if you're having a, a designer uh, design it for you and you get it back put it really small like you know zoom out to like five percent and look at it and like can you kind of still read what it says you know it'll it was uh, be this like little little blog, and if you can, that's great. That's what you want to see. If you can't, then you need to uh, think about your design. Um, it's going to look a, possibly a little funky up when it's full size because it's going to be a little bit bigger on the text than you were thinking, and so it's something you kind of have to get used to. And but that serves you. Uh, when you also when you have it in print because you put it down and then someone sees it and it's like whoa it's right there <laughs> um, and making sure that you've got uh, on the back cover when you're doing your print make sure you've got actually good marketing copy because a lot of people will look at the front and they're like oh yeah this looks interesting they flip it over and there's you know really nothing to entice them to read they'll just be like oh great and then put it on their shelf and you want them to actually read your book because that's how they're gonna make a connection with you especially if you've done your job writing your book and shared your stories uh, those those stories are really gonna connect with people and you're gonna have people come up to you and be like oh man that story about this uh, that really just uh, that really connected with me and thank you for sharing that in your book what would you say is an example of good marketing copy for someone to have on the back of their book um, okay, so the, the headline to, would be right at the top, just kind of uh, to grab their attention. So um, it, it could be something as, uh, as simple as, you know, uh, discover the five secrets to uh, unlimited wealth or something. <laughs> and, uh, like subtitle and, to your yeah. subtitle. And, and you're, yeah, it's, like, it's almost like pulling from your title or subtitle, just rearranging or saying it in a different way that, mm -hmm. I, that is going to connect with people. And then after that, you're going to have a bit of a description of the book. Uh, you know, maybe it'll be, um, maybe you're asking them a question. So if we're going with the wealth, um, 
you ever feel like building a, a business online is not creating you the wealth that you desire? So that that gets people thinking. And then, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, we'll explain a little bit about what's in we'll put some, put some uh, headline, uh, headline and, uh, and our bullet points. And, um, and um, I'm getting some feedback. Getting some feedback. Yeah. A little bit too, every once in a while. Here, try it again. All right. Okay, good, good. <laughs> okay, so um, you know, put some uh, bullet points, like what will they actually learn, and make them kind of enticing. Like, uh, so instead of saying, you know, learn the, you're going to learn about uh, the, uh, the, the number one uh, tool that I use to, uh, to build my wealth, you say something like, um, you're going to learn the, uh, the McDonald's branding technique that I use to build my wealth. You know, just like make it something relatable for people so that they can like, oh, what, I want to learn what that is. <laughs> that gets them to, uh, to look at uh, the marketing copy on your book and go, oh, yeah, I got to read this. And then the, uh, after that is your author bio. So um, if you have your photo on the front cover, which you would be doing if you're wanting to more brand yourself. Like, say you're a speaker and you want to be out there and uh, uh, just have that presence so that that comes through in your book, then great. You know, you put your co- your photo on the front cover and um, and that will, uh, you know, set, set you apart from any other speaker because most people aren't even – they don't even have books. But if they do, then they probably don't have their face on the front cover. Uh, but if if you're not going that route or it's not for you, then put it on the back. You know, uh, put your photo, put about the author, and uh, and there you go. And I mean, that's pretty much the back cover of a book. Uh, front cover is just basically uh, title, subtitle, um, possibly a little bit of an image or you know, photo of yourself and um, and your name and number one best-selling author. I mean, keep it simple. Those are like great that. tips. Keep it simple. That's really good. You have to keep it simple. Some people get so wrapped up, it's too much brain surgery for them to figure out what to, to do with that. What do you think is important? Some of those tips work for your title and subtitle, too, don't you think? Um, to keep it enticing, does that have a lot to do with you becoming a number one bestseller? Uh, it can. Um, it's more To me, title, subtitle, um, is uh, you're kind of... The, the title is kind of like a your your brand message. Like if you have a business, um, then you could almost if the the title of your business, uh, like uh, yours is uh, Elite Publishing. Is that right? Yeah. Right. So um, you could use Elite in the title for a book, and it would match your brand. So right. you can use that title as as a way to promote your brand. But then in the subtitle. You want to focus a little more on some keywords. One, the keywords that are going to connect with your audience when they're reading it, and like, oh, I've got to read that. But then the other side of it is what are people searching for online? What are they searching for in Amazon? What are they searching for in Google? Because when you tap into that and you realize that Amazon is just a search engine and you realize that uh, people search all day long, well, that's how you get organic sales, you do, and that helps your marketing budget because you don't have to market as much. 
Right. That is huge. I think um, for me that's an aha moment. So many people don't realize Amazon is its own search engine. Yeah. Um, I had a, a friend of mine who had written a book and their title and subtitle was really just their name. I'm like, I said, man, I know who you are and I know you're famous, but not everybody else does. You know, you're only famous in this small little world, so I'm not going to be putting your name in just to search. You know, he's writing a book about being successful and following your dreams, but I, I'm not going to search your name for that necessarily. So that's that's huge. And Google picks that up as well as Amazon does when mm -hmm. you're searching for something. So if you're searching for that book, you may be searching in Google or um, Yahoo, and it's going to pull it up through Amazon. So you have to think about it's like your own website. It's your own business, really. The book is another business of its own. Yeah, making sure that you have your author bio filled out because um, what what you have in Amazon, uh, it ranks really high, uh, sometimes higher than your own website in uh, in Google. So when people start searching for you or they start searching for um, something that's related to your, your book or your products, those Amazon links are going to come up, and then it's like, well, if it's uh, not done and it doesn't look professional, that can hurt your credibility, and you yeah. don't want that. Uh, it's, it's another thing, you know, uh, why I tell people you got to write quality books. Uh, you got to write a quality book uh, because, one, uh, people are going to be reading it, and you have to take that seriously and, um, and know that you're, you're here to help people, and they want to learn something from you, especially, you know, we're doing nonfiction books. The other side of it is that if you don't get uh, editing and formatting done for your book, then they will leave bad reviews because you just yeah. really upset them. <laughs> right. Books have been around for so long that we're all accustomed to them being presented in a certain way. And if you have formatting and it's all like chunky and all over the place and it doesn't make sense and um, you've got typos everywhere and uh, your sentences don't make any sense, then um, what's going to happen is... Uh, they will leave those one-star reviews. Now, if you have a good book and they don't agree with the content, uh, as long as it's presented well, most of the time, they're not going to leave those bad reviews. They'll just be like, oh, you know, it wasn't for me. And, you know, we'll all get uh, some not great reviews here and there, but if you actually, like, put in that little bit of extra work and get uh, the editing and formatting taken care of, it does wonders. And uh, in your epic book launch, I actually put uh, screenshots of the difference between someone who had their book edited and someone who didn't. And it was like, one star review was looks like it was written by a, a nine-year-old who can't speak <laughs> or write. It was it was so bad. And then um, and, like they just like went off on them. And uh, and then the other one, it was like beautifully written book and uh, <laughs> and uh, I I got so much from it. And like the only real difference is, is that it was edited, and right. <laughs> and that when when you look at those things and you get those taken care of, I mean, uh, you know, outlining your book, editing, formatting, cover, I mean, and and just providing good content, uh, that's your book. I mean, and that and that's this is a uh, it's not just a book; it's also something that uh, is a product for you. So you know, take it seriously and make sure that you're putting out quality work uh, into the marketplace. 
Sure. I mean, you wouldn't put a billboard up or an ad in a magazine that wasn't quality. You'd make sure that it had the right message, that it said the right thing to try and get the customer or client. Um, and the cool thing about a book is you can use it over and over again. It's not like a, uh, I get these cards from realtors and they go in the trash all the time. Like you think, gosh, if you wrote a book, I wouldn't be throwing that away. I'd feel guilty if I threw that away. I'd want to hold on to it. Uh, and I think it's so important what you're saying is uh, the people that are writing their book, if they ha when they have their business and they're promoting it and using it to leverage their business, that's what they do. And really doing all the details of it, it's great to get professionals to do that. Um, you know, even if they do do an ad in a magazine, they have professionals that do the copy layout and lay it all out for you. And that's what you need to do with your book. It's so much easier and it looks so much better and you're going to use it a lot more efficiently if you have a professional do it for you and do the layout and make sure you have the right title and subtitle and the keywords. And uh, we just looked at two books by authors and neither of them had their author bio done. <laughs> I have done so. Wow. It's like, man, what happened? You know, that's part of it. And I imagine, tell us, what do you think would happen if you don't have that versus someone that does uh, for two books that are in the same uh, categories? Well, well, think about it for um, for yourself. If you're, if you're doing some research, say you've got two people that you're looking to work with, and you're, you're looking them up online. Now, one of them, you enter their name, uh, and it comes up, and the first thing you see is their, their book and, and their author bio on Amazon. And you're like, oh, okay, great. So um, you you look, and they've got two one-star reviews for their book. You start thinking, hmm, what's going on here? Can this person actually help me? Do they take their business seriously enough that they're going to go out and uh, you know do the things that I need done, and they're going to be able to consult me on what to do if they can't even get their book done right? And if they don't have a bio, then it's like it, it, it makes them look lazy or um, like they just don't care. And that's not the, the, the image that you want to present to the marketplace because the other side of that is you go and you see and someone uh, that you're looking to work with has um, you know maybe 10 or 15 uh, five-star reviews and you're like, wow, like uh, they took the time to write a quality book and people are connecting with it. And uh, and then you see their bio, and then their bio is like an enticing, and they're like, "Oh, I want to work with this person." I mean, that's the the perception. Uh, yeah. And uh, and so when you when you look at it like that, you can make those um, apples to apples comparison and be like, "Oh, I really need to be that person who has the book, who has some good reviews, who has uh, the author bio done," because. Uh, that's the perception in the marketplace, and people are going to be coming and viewing me. And you, you may think, oh, they won't. They will, because if they're serious about working with you, they want to know uh, who you are and if you can actually help them. Especially if they're going to be investing a lot of money with you in in your business, um, that is going to uh, really be key. And you can, and these aren't hard things to do, but they are key things to do. So wrapping up, give us the top things off the top of your head that are the most important um, when you're doing an epic book launch. Um, well, quality book. Um, you know, if you're getting that book down, outline it and just uh, and just go through and actually get it out in the marketplace. Uh, that will be the key of everything once you get the book out. Now, to launch your book, um, make sure that um, you're doing everything you can to uh, to promote it. 
to, I mean, you've, it's not always the easiest thing to do a launch promotion, uh, especially with yourself. Um, I always recommend work with the team because that is, uh, it's so vital. And I have people on in uh, different countries uh, that I'm working with on my team to be able to coordinate everything so that we're all in different time zones because uh, launches can uh, sometimes span two, three days, and we all we got to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and the uh, the thing I would say about that is you've got to uh, engage your audience, and you've got to engage them early. So you don't want to just throw out, oh, my book's live, go buy it, because they're going to be like, where did this come from? Get their feedback. Show them a couple of cover designs, even if you know which one you want to use. But show them a few and say, hey, um, can you, you know, maybe just give me a little feedback or, you know, which one do you like? Do you like this one or this one? And you may learn something about your audience if, if you're sharing it with uh, your correct audience because they may like the one that you didn't think you were going to use. And then you have to consider, well, you know, it's not about uh, what I want to use. It's about helping people. So, and if that's going to be the thing that connects with them, maybe I should use that cover. And once you've started that conversation, then bring them in in the process. Be like, oh, the, you know, the book's going to come out on this day and, uh, and, and let them know that um, I, I'm going to need you to really support me. Uh, you know, I, I don't ask for a lot, um, but, you know, you're my people, you're my friends, you're my family, whoever it is. Um, I, I really need the support and I need it at this time on this day and, and, um, and pre, pre, let them know, just let them know. And, um, email after email, uh, when it goes live, you're going to have to text them to remind them. You're going to have to email them multiple times that day and, and then get them, uh, get them engaged and, and wanting to, uh, to help you. And, and you'll start seeing that they'll, they're like, oh yeah, the book's coming out. Yeah. When's it coming out? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, and, and then post launch to keep your uh, momentum going, um, you know, you can uh, you can do something like a free plus shipping offer. So um, you know this isn't something that uh, you know everyone's going to do, but you can give your book away for free. And if you have a, a marketing funnel set up that it leads from your book into your products, then uh, you can give away that book for free all day long. You're going to make money. Those are great, great tips. Well, yeah. thank you, Rory. Thanks for Go ahead, Jen. I was just going to say really quickly, um, there are a couple of the big dogs out there do the free book giveaway. Um, and I just recently, uh, Tony Robbins did his money book last year. Mm -hmm. And uh, Brendan Burchard just did a new book that he actually wrote 10 years ago, but he's relaunching it with a free book offer. And it's it's a genius way to do it. And you you, I have, you I the person who's buying the book has to pay, ship, uh, pay for the shipping, but it's free other than, other than that. So shipping's not very much money. Yeah. Well, it introduces people to your products and who you are. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and once you know your numbers, if you know that you know uh, it costs you ten ten bucks to fulfill that book, but you're making a hundred bucks overall on uh, your your products that you're selling, then it's just a matter of how how much money can I put into that giving free books away uh, mm -hmm. to to grow your business. Because, uh, you know, whether it's through ads or whether it's through or organic marketing or, or whatever it may be, um, that is, once you know those numbers, I mean, is, it, 
you know you can reinvest and reinvest, and it's just going to keep growing and growing mm -hmm. and growing. And um, so that is uh, it, it's a brilliant strategy. And and you're right, Brendan Burchard, Tony Robbins, uh, they use it. I said it's not for everyone, but when you do it and you do it right, uh, it works like crazy. Yeah. I think people forget when they want to invest in publishing a book for their company that it's really part of their ad dollars that they're spending on ad marketing dollars to do it. Um, they think, oh, you know, it's just kind of a, uh, oh, it's just a memoir type thing. But if you leverage it right and do it right, you just take it right out of your ad dollars versus spending it on a billboard or direct mail or a magazine ad. So it makes it much more efficient. Exactly. And, um, what it uh, what it does is I mean, just think about this. I mean, this is a business. Um, if you go to um, to start a uh, a cupcake business, you got to buy an oven. Well, you got to invest in ways to market yourself. You got to um, you know buy ovens. You got to uh, buy the supplies to make your your muffins. You got to um, uh, buy the flyers to uh, to hand out or. Uh, you know, have people go and mail the local neighborhoods or what, whatever it is you're doing to market. Well, it's the same thing. You're you're building a business, especially if you're doing this online. If if you've never written a book uh, before, you know, and, and you're doing a, an online marketing business, it, you've got to invest. You know, you don't have to invest uh, a crazy amount, but you still you got to think about it. Like this is a business, and this is something that is uh, something that I take seriously, and I'm going to do what I need to do to get to that next level. Yeah. Yeah. You there. Well, great advice. We're so happy to have you, Rory. It's good to see you again. Great to see you as well. <laughs> so please buy Rory's books, The Breaking the Secret Code, um, Breaking the Bestseller Secret Code, and The Epic Book Launch. We'll have them on our website for you to buy. And tell us, Rory, where they can pick up um, your books and where they can find out more about you. Uh, RoryCruthers.com. That's R-O-R-Y-C-A. R R U T H E R S, RoryCrothers.com. Uh, that's uh, where it all happens. Awesome. We'll put a link up at the bottom of the the screen. And if you're listening and not watching, then you can just go to RoryCrothers.com. And right. you can always find them at Elite Online Publishing as well. Thanks for joining us again. Remember, please subscribe, leave us a review. We love to hear from you. And we are sponsored by Elite online publishing and you can find us there at eliteonlinepublishing.com please uh, contact us if you'd like us to publish your book help you market your book or relaunch your book we're happy to help you we'll see you next time thanks for joining us for more information about us go to eliteonlinepublishing.com to get your free book the accomplishment and success story starter simply text your name and email to 832-572 5285. That's 832-572-5285. We'd also like to thank Audible for supporting Elite Expert Insider. To get your free 30-day trial, please go to bit.ly forward slash Elite Audible. That's bit.ly forward slash Elite Audible. And get your free 30-day trial to show your support. Thank you, Audible.